Choose your fire. Welcome, everyone, to a follow-up episode. Um, this episode uh, that we are following up on is Lavina and Catherine's figure skating obsession. Folks, this was one of my favorites. Um, we'll, we'll get into it. Um, uh, because I had two people on that episode, I figured why not have two people on this episode? And most likely in the future, because three heads are better than two, which are better than mine. So, without <laughs> <we, laughs> further ado, uh, welcoming back to another follow-up episode, uh, my producer, Rachel Schultz. Hi. How are you doing, girl? So good. Thank good. you for having me again. No problem. Thank you. This uh, putting in research, and you, like you said before, when we started recording, super interesting stuff that we found out, right? Yes. Oh, yeah. And after I heard this episode, I I couldn't stop thinking about it. I think I told you that a few times. I just couldn't stop thinking about it because there's such good trivia. So many things to look up. Oh, this is going to be good. I, lo- I think that you gave me the best quote. You were just like, I hated it. And then I couldn't stop thinking about it. And then I loved <laughs> it. And then I listened to it again. And then I loved yes. it even more. <laughs> all of it. It felt it all. Wonderful. Well, and our other guest is my research associate assistant extraordinaire, my sister, Sefi. <laughs> Hello, Hello. Sefi. How are we doing? Good. It's good. I'm excited. Like I've been excited about this all freaking week. So <laughs> awesome. <laughs> yes. Um uh great. So uh what is a follow-up episode? Um if you are just tuning into this, uh listen to the past episode, which was Lavina and Catherine talking about their nerdy obsession, which was figure skating. They would dive into when they were younger, how they both figure skated, um, what it means really to have um Oh, golly gee, guys, words. Uh, what it means to have representation. I think that's the um, cleanest and... you've ever been. Golly gee, <laughs> really? It's just a good word. Golly, golly gee's a good word. I love a good alliteration. <laughs> um, uh, man, you made me lose. Uh, representation is um, and <laughs> in figure skating um, and also how the sport has changed for the better. And so it's a really interesting conversation that they have. Um, go listen to it. This follow-up episode, we talk a little bit more in depth about things maybe define some stuff that wasn't talked about um and this one there's a lot there's some people that they just name one-offs on so we want to give some context to it really the follow-up episodes are giving context to the conversation too and also maybe give you some starting points to jump in your own obsession journey as well folks so without further ado uh, we're going to start off. I'm going to start us off, actually, because we talked a lot about my connection with uh, Lavina and with uh, Catherine um, and how I know them. Yeah. Catherine was is a very is a very new friend. Great. Lavina and I uh, have done theater in the past together. Um, we've stayed continuous friends. Um, wonderful. I love her to death. Just burped. Yum. Um, Lavina also <laughs> so was, proper. <laughs> Lavina was also was on a past uh, podcast that I have still continuing on. We're in a hiatus right now called In the Jar. Um, 
And she answered this question about figure skating. I believe the question that she answered was a childhood moment where she felt seen. I believe that's what the question was. Um, And it started the conversation about how she feels um, about representation in figure skating. And she talked about how Christy Yamaguchi um, helped her be seen in figure skating was the first time that someone was in that. Um, So that was the previous podcast um, that we kept mentioning. It's called In the Jar. Check it out on Spotify. Things are going to be changing. I got some ideas on the lookout in the future um all right i gotta confess here guys uh it's the elephant in the room uh in the middle of their conversation um they say michael when you're listening or they reference me not kind of being there correct and then when i come back i come back strong asking the question oh we're talking about the current olympics yeah you do When you any, really came in strong. Yeah. And when anyone in their right mind would be like, of course, they're talking about for the past 20 <laughs> minutes about the current Olympics, Michael. Uh, I do have to apologize. I would have put it before. I thought, no, I didn't want to. I was not there for the first 20 minutes of their recording. Some stuff happened. I They carried on the conversation beautifully. What do you guys think? I think yes. the discussion was great. Um, and oh, I got of, lost in it. Yeah, it was exactly. so beautiful. Even like listening to it multiple times, I got lost in it every time. <laughs> Great, I, it's true, and and it kind of rolls into the reason of they also mentioned why he, Lavina asked Catherine and everything, and um, I don't know the specifics and everything, but <laughs> I know that there have been conversations between her about Christy and Tara. Um, and like who is the greatest of all time and, and who and who's a good skater. So they reference it, I think, a couple times within the episode as well. Um, mm-hmm. But that's why I wanted them on. Lavina, literally first thing out of her uh, texting uh, was to ask Catherine to come on. So, uh, yeah. And I think the final thing um, that I have that is associated with directly me that I know uh, <laughs> is the Christy Yamaguchi fan club text group that Catherine uh, uh, mentions. And that is the text group that Lavina, Catherine, and I started when I asked them to do the episode. And it just kind of has spiraled from there. And I have a lot of YouTube clips and GIFs. That's basically it, it, what it is. So it's oh, wonderful. Lovely. That's amazing. Be jealous, y'all. I am. <laughs> yep. Same. <laughs> awesome well i think how we're gonna do this one um i've divided up uh into sections a little bit about parts that are pulled from the episode we have some questions that we brought up in the episode we have some kind of numbers that we wanted to look up in the episode we also have a lot of cast of characters in this episode um a list a bunch of figure skaters and who they are um and then we also talk a little bit about performances um they just name a bunch, right? And that can get a little confusing. Mm-hmm. So let's give a little context to it. Um, first, I think, Sefi, you said you got some definitions, and I think that's a good way to start us off. Yes, because um, I think at the very beginning when Lavina was talking about when she first got into skating, she threw out a couple of acronyms that I had never, I was like, I don't know what those are. Same. So, <laughs> so she said the ISIA, which is the Ice Skating Institute of America, and then the USFSA, which is the U.S. Figure Skating Association. So Beautiful distinction. Nice. Yes. Yes. So very different. 
they're very different. And I think when I was looking it up, the US FSA is what they use for um, like judging and how they judge US competitions and stuff like that. That makes sense. Yeah. So. All right. And then I don't know for any like non-theater listeners, but if like, (laughs) (laughs) um, if someone can probably do this better than me, but if we want to define like the term dramaturg, because Lavina throws that out there and non-theater people are not going to know what that is. (laughs) That's fair. Um, A a dramaturg is basically someone who does the research on um, a play on a musical on a, I mean, they probably go into movies and stuff. I have never worked in, in that side of the business. So when it comes to live theater, I know they work on plays and musicals to make the, and to make sure that things are, um, Oh, they're the continuity police is a perfect way to put them, right? Like that's what they're there for to make sure that everything is within the world of the play. And especially if it is a period piece or something like that, that's when dramaturgs are used a lot of the times to make sure that things are era specific as well. That was a good, my yeah. other two theater Lovely. people. Was that good? That was okay. good. That was Damn. Good. I'm a theater minor, so I don't. Oh, college. Oh, sorry. <laughs> college education that. comes into play. <laughs> <laughs> what was your major? You were literature major, right? Literature Libra- major. Literature yeah. major. Oh shit! Yeah, that's impressive. <laughs> <laughs> um, Until I uh, graduated and could do nothing in my field, so <laughs> I mean, it's it's the same as a theater major. So I wasn't gonna say it, but yeah. <laughs> um, all right. So next one I have. Okay, so we're just gonna roll along with these questions. Um, if you guys have answers, great. If not, we'll just move on. So with okay. the first question, uh, we got they we did ask if Johnny Weir has won any medals in any Olympics. The answer is no. He Inch? is. Yeah, he's a two-time Olympian. Um, he's he has medaled in other competitions like the 2008 World Bronze Medalist. Um, he was a two-time Grand Prix Final Bronze Medalist and uh, 2001 Junior <laughs> World Champion. I mean, I could just go on. Let's see, uh, three-time U.S. National Champion. Like he did some stuff, just not not quite in the Olympics. He just never won um, a medal. Interesting. Right. Right. I, but. He, I love listening to Johnny. I love his commentating. Like, he he is wonderful. He knows his shit, and um, also he's a fashion icon. So I just yes, I love yes. Looking Thank at you him. for saying that because yes. it is so true. <laughs> yes, yes, he's someone that when I watch the Olympics, I show my daughter to him because I'm like, this is everything. I need you to see this because I, I love him. Okay, I can't tell you how many times I would talk to my mom during the skating like when the skating was doing their thing in the Olympics and she would tell me what he was wearing and she'd be like, I want it. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Uh, I love it. Great. Um, Next question. Oh, who is the U S citizen who was competing for another country in these past Olympics? I actually do know that because I looked it up. Um, it was um, her name. I think it's pronounced Zhu Yi. Um, she's U.S. born, but her parents are immigrants from China. So she was skating for China. 
and she was subjugated to horrific abuse because she was she's technically a u.s citizen but she was skating for china and with the political climate our country is in right now mm-hmm. that was not looked favorably on so that's too Oof. bad and there are quite a few other outside of just so everybody knows outside of um ice skating there were quite a few other olympians who were from the u.s but skating for a different country yeah. who also faced a lot of grief so, oh yeah. i did not know that was i think it... there was like a downhill skier that was doing it at least that's at oh, least yeah. what came up uh Eileen Gu, she is yes. um, a U.S. citizen and skated, or excuse me, uh, she did downhill skiing for China and won a few golds and is amazing and just a wonderful person all together. And she got a lot of shit for it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, also people that's just the Olympics at the end of the day. <laughs> like, right. Get the fuck over it. I mean, mean doing research with another question that we're going to answer in a second, like, Olympians don't get paid for competing in the Olympics. Yeah, right. Like so. it's they're literally doing it because they want to do it. So let exactly. them let them make their own choices. Which is the base of some scandals we'll talk about later. Ooh, not not making any money and needing some. Both Ooh. of you guys foreshadowing. <laughs> Love it. Um, okay, next question I have. Did, did either of you do any research on the American curling team? Hey, there is a docu-series. It's a mini-series. Um, it's called American Rockstars with Nick Offerman. Come on, got to watch it. That's cool. Um, That's awesome. It's, yeah, it's the 2018 Olympic gold medal men's curling team as they prepare for the 2022 Winter Olympics. So... Get on it. And I feel like Nick Offerman being on a, a part of that is like perfect because they all look like dads and yes. <laughs> and like Nick Offerman is the like epitome of that. Oh yeah. Yes. 100%. Yeah. Um, all right, cool. The next one I got, um, Oh, we were talking about how some of the, uh, people get rushed into, uh, having to skate a last minute due to the COVID someone testing positive and then someone having to get thrown into it. Um, they mentioned there is a Canadian skater who got thrown into the mix. Right. And, and he did great. And he always held up a picture of his newborn baby, I think is what it is. Yeah. His name is Keegan messing. He is the Canadian ice skater. Um, he was testing negative a few days before um, the Olympics and, and tested one day and was positive, which was a huge shock. So um, he had to wait for a negative COVID test in order to fly to China for the Olympics. And he ended up competing, um, the day after he got there. So you can imagine how, oh how he was feeling just so Wait tired. a second. Wait, 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 wait a second. So he tested negative, tested positive before going, tested negative, flew there, and then went on. I can't even imagine the amount yeah. of jet lag he had to have. Yep. Not, only the, like, not only the jet lag, but like the toll that it takes on your body. Like I haven't yeah. experienced COVID, but like the, the fact that the science shows that it takes its toll on your body. And not only that, then you're going to be flying and then you're going to be in the nerves and doing like that is ridiculous. That's insane. That is insane. Okay. Next question. That oh. just goes to show like because they talked about how skating gets a lot of criticism. It's not considered like a sport. It's considered, you know, really kind of weak in terms of sports. Um, Dude, (laughs) he's the perfect example of how it is such a hard sport. Uh, Next 
Next question. Who was third? Oh, yes, yes, yes. We talked, they they mentioned and we couldn't remember. It was uh, it, with Nancy Kerrigan, Oksana Bayol, and who got the third place in that? Uh, it was Chen Lu of China. So it's Oksana Bayol as she got gold, Nancy Kerrigan got silver, um, and Chen Lu of China in the 1994 Olympics. And did you know that Oksana Bayol was 16 when she beat Nancy Kerrigan? I did know that. I actually did know really? that. I remember Sixth. finding that out and I was like, holy crap. <laughs> She's really young. <laughs> I don't know what I was doing at 16. Nothing. No, I don't want to. <laughs> yes, I do know that. <laughs> uh, you do. Yeah, that's fair. That's, we were in the same house. Uh, <laughs> um, next is they talk about um, throwing stuff on the ice. Uh, we mentioned uh, in the time of COVID, I think Catherine mentions in the time of COVID, you can't throw stuff on the ice or anything. I remember back in the day, like watching it where they like threw bears or flowers and stuff. And then all these oh, like, and then all like the little children of the country would like rush onto the ice and pick them <laughs> yes. up and everything. It's they were so called funny. scoopers. <laughs> Is that what they're the scoopers? The scoopers. Oh my gosh. I would have killed to be a scooper. I would have fought. I would have fell flat on my face. But you know what? I actually remember when the this the skaters actually used to go around the rink to individual people and take gifts from them, and they actually they had to stop doing that because it would take so long because they would actually go up to each person and like have a little meet and greet with them, and then. Wow. get their flower or their stuffed animal or whatever, and then go to the next person. <laughs> How long were these events? Like 16 hours? They were like, so, yeah. like, <laughs> so long. Um, yeah. But they actually, in my research, l- looking up on stuff like, on stuff about that, um, the flowers were actually banned after 2001. Why was that? Because, partially because of 9-11. <laughs> Um, they were concerned about possible anthrax spores. So that's something. Um, but Scary. also like it just took too long to clean them up as well. Cause like you had to pick up every little flower petal, every little leaf. Sometimes the staples that were in the bouquets came out. And so I think they said like one of the articles I read said it was on its way out and this just gave them a better reason. But <laughs> But they didn't, Did was it just flowers or did they ban just bears flowers. too? They could still do like teddy bears and stuff. I'm sorry, you can hide a bomb in a teddy bear. <laughs> Little anthrax and true. spores. It true. It's true, it's true. Uh, it's true. Okay. The world is stupid <laughs> sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> sorry, my cynicism is showing tonight. All right. <laughs> We're going to move on to, uh, uh, this is, I put it under questions, but this is a huge part and um, it is the scandals uh we uh, we, t- we talked about a lot of scandals apparently there are more scandals than even i knew uh, according to these two um and, and what 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 they dove into but we'll talk about i think the biggest one um which also we we the lavina and Catherine both uh talk about a little bit which is uh tanya harding and nancy kerrigan um Rachel, you said you you looked up that a little bit. Go for it. Give us a little oh yeah, little overview overview. I I've been into this for a while. <laughs> Thank you, Michael. I'm um, sorry. Go on. <laughs> I'm here. I 
<sighs> All right. Give us so, an overview, um, Rachel. I'm ready. <laughs> yes. Um, if you haven't seen I, Tanya, I highly recommend. Love or it. if you don't know anything about skating or scandals in general, you're missing out. But um, this is huge. So this scandal happened um, right before the 94 Olympics. Basically, Nancy Kerrigan is like America's sweetheart, beautiful dancer, just perfect in every way, comes from a very great family. Tanya Harding is uh, kind of the opposite, a little bit of a rough skater, but she's aggressive and she hits everything and um, her family wasn't the greatest. So there's quite a bit of background here. Um, but basically, um, <laughs> Tanya needed some endorsements and money and needed to win a gold medal at the Olympics, which were um, in Lillehammer. And I'm sorry if I mispronounced that, but um, that in Lillehammer. And thank <laughs> you. Um, and so one of the ways to secure that was to just take Nancy out. Like, I'm probably going to get it if Nancy is not in this. Um, and so this person was kind of related to a friend of theirs, but basically they hired this dude to take Nancy out at the US Nationals, which were in Detroit. Um, and so, so Nancy could not skate in the Nationals because this happened like right after uh, a warm up or a practice basically in the hallway. So if you look at videos on YouTube, you can see her getting off the ice. Like she's skating, I'm great, feeling warmed up, getting off the ice. She goes behind this curtain, the camera like goes away and bam, bitch gets hit right above her knee by this hitman basically, and nobody sees it. Like everybody comes up to her and she's like, oh my God, why me? Oh, help, why me, you know? And it's so sad, I'm not trying to make a joke here, but it's just like, nobody else was fucking around. It was just her. Mm -hmm. um, so basically Nancy is hurt. She can't compete um, in the nationals. Um, Tanya Harding gets first place. Michelle Kwan is also picked to go to the Olympics but they hold this last spot open um, just in case Nancy is able to skate. So we're able to send three people to that Olympics and Nancy feels up to it. So she does recover and, and goes to the Olympics, but there's a whole, I mean, there are so many videos, so many articles to read, so many pictures, I mean, movies, documentaries. I highly recommend you look into this, but that is the basis of this scandal. Exactly. And and the scandal is, yeah. is if Tanya is to blame, right? Like if, right. if she like actually if she was hired it, the yeah. hitman or right. if this just happened. Yeah. And I think I, Tanya, the movie kind of, I think it treads the line really well, but I think it also puts yeah. Tanya in a very innocent light. Um, For sure. But I, I do. Um, I'm just going to like show my age just a little bit. I know I'm not much older than both of you, but just a little bit. Um, I was watching those nationals when it happened. <gasps> when was that? I can't imagine. It was it was ninety four. I was like, yeah. I was. I mean, I, mean, I, I was, was probably little. I was probably I was watching little, them too. But, but do I remember I, them? No. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I have a very weird memory. It's not so weird. It is it is photographic. You have a good you have a good I, memory. You I remember have, things. <laughs> but I I remember watching it with my mom, and. I remember her just kind of like sitting up when, cause Nancy came back out on the ice to talk to the judges after she got hit and was like, this just happened. What are you going to do about it? And I remember mom sitting like straight up and is like, what is going on? 
something's not right. <laughs> I'm gonna look, you can edit this out if you want, Michael, but I'm going to look something up on, I, I wonder if that's the same time as when Tanya had like the, the shoelace scandal thing too. It is. I thought so. I thought it was at the national. Because What's what the Tanya claimed What's the is that Nancy was retaliating. <gasps> yes. Where, okay, so she went onto the ice, Michael. Um, this is Tanya Harding for her nationals performance, I believe. And she starts her, her thing. Well, before she goes on, she kind of skates on and she's like, you know, kind of twisting her foot just a little bit. And then she starts her thing, does, goes to do one of her jumps, does not do the jump. She kind of stops midair and just lands. And every, you could hear the crowd go, oh. Mm-hmm. And, um, and she goes up to the judges and she like throws her leg up onto their desk and shows them her shoe shoestring. And she's like, something's messed up. This is not right. And she goes off for like half an hour. Another person skates by the time she's, she comes back on does the whole routine clearly it's a different shoelace like it's a whole fucking show like Mm -hmm. that is another scandal in itself i think interesting that whole that whole feud between tommy harding and nancy kerrigan was probably one of the most ridiculous and dramatic things that happened in the 90s for figure skating for any i mean yeah yeah perfect man um another thing that they mentioned kind of connecting was it was sierra bonally right they lavina kind of connected that scandal as well yeah because um, that was okay that was weird like it so that was the same um was it, i think it was i think it was worlds of 1994 um because syria bonally is french um and she had received the silver medal at Worlds for the second time in a row. She lost out to uh, Yuka Sato from Japan after a tiebreaker. Basically, Ooh. it was between Yuka Sato's like artistry and footwork and Surya Bonali's uh, athleticism because Surya did a lot of jumps and stuff like that. Um, and she lost and she claimed it was due to unfair treatment by the judges. And she actually took her medal off on the medal podium. Wow. Yeah. So, but that whole issue was kind of overshadowed, overshadowed by Nancy Kerrigan and Tanya Harding. Um, the next scandal we talk about. Um, is the current scandal in the Olympics, the doping scandal. There's the Russian coach. I think Catherine mentions or Lavina mentions something about um, uh, the same coach, right? Yeah. Um, so the doping scandal. I'm going to take a um, pause for a second. Like, I don't, I don't know how anyone else is, but like this type of way to like discuss information, I fucking love just to let you all know. Like, so like, yeah, this, this is, is fun. okay, cool. Like I, this is how I dissect information is just oh, by like, like listening and then looking up more. It's uh, that's how it goes. So anyways, getting some context. Like exactly. Yeah. Getting some context. Ooh, maybe that's the name of these mm, shorts. Mm, there mm. we go. I actually really like that name for these short follow-up ones. Getting, Getting some, some context. context. Lavina Catherine <laughs> figure skating. <laughs> Go on. Um, so the doping scandal from this year involved um, Camila Val- Valieva from Russia. Um, she 
tested positive for a banned heart medication that kind of acts as like uh, more or less a, a steroid. Like it's a, it, it can act as a, a enhancement drug. Um, so she was suspended by the doping pain, uh, committee for a day after her results became public. But the very next day, that suspension was canceled because the International uh, Olympics Committee, like the International Skating Union, they were all like, uh, no, she needs to be skating. We need her skating. So she was allowed to skate. She did her, I think she did her, was it her free program or her, I don't know. She did one. And then her next performance, she totally like bombed it. She did not do well at all. Yeah. Um, but I did learn that if she had placed um, there would not have been a medal ceremony because of the scandal. Mm-hmm. You're good. Whoa. I want to I comment on that just a little bit. Um, and after the women's competition ended, um, there was one skater who landed a quad, one Russian squ- uh, woman who landed a quad in her performance. It actually may have done two, actually. She ended up getting second place where the first place winner um, had a really great routine. It was, I didn't think it was anything spectacular, but what do I know? Um, and so the first place winner, when they gave the announcement, when they put the scores up, she was left sitting in the winner's booth, whatever you want to call that. She was left sitting in the winner's booth by herself, holding a sweet little teddy bear with no sort of expression on her face no one to comfort her nobody around while the second place winner um was losing her goddamn shit because she thinks she should have won um everyone was coddling um the russian skater who had tested positive and and so the first place winner is just sitting there all alone with no one to cuddle her you know no one to celebrate with no expression on her face it was a goddamn shit show I'm so in awe of those camera people who stayed on those Russian skaters because it was, I can't imagine being there in that moment. But anyway, um, afterwards, the Russian skater who won, um, she was interviewed, I think, by one of the U.S. Uh, representatives. And, and they were like, are you, do you know, do you have mixed feelings about this? And she goes, no, I'm happy. Oh, no, wow. I'm happy. Okay. Yep, she had no no sort of feelings toward the other skaters. It was it was intense and insane and weird, and um and yeah. So I wanted to add that. Also, after Johnny uh, Weir and Tara Lipinski watched this uh, skater who also you know tested positive, they were like, "We should not have seen this. She shouldn't have skated. Yeah. We shouldn't have watched this." But she's so good. That's the shitty part. Is she's she's fifteen. She's so fucking elegant and beautiful on the ice. Whatever. So ugh, it's just a, ice skating's a mess. <laughs> yeah. Um, moving on to the next one, um, and you know a lot about this, um, and I know Sefi does as well. But you can give a little bit more context. But the we talk about the injury. This was part of the trivia question, and it was mm-hmm. the, the trivia question is um, this. A skater uh, gets an injury caused to her head. And then within, what did I say? It was within six months. She was back on the ice skating, like really fast oh, yeah. turnaround. And then the injury she had was like life 
or death. Like it was not, it was not like a weak yes. little thing. So, um, Elena Baron, what is Baron it? Znaya? Baron Znaya? Uh, da -da. Um, Something Baron like that. Close, close. All right. Rachel, why don't you give us yeah. an overview of what it is? I can jump into this. I actually, in surprise, I knew about this before listening to the podcast. So I, I didn't realize I liked ice skating that much. But um, okay, so there's actually a docu-series on um, Peacock. It's called Meddling, which has a double meeting, by the way, you know, meddling in the Olympics and meddling like getting into some shit. So um <laughs> there's a docuseries check it out but it's um about the 2002 olympic paris figure skating scandal it's um basically between russia and canada and a french judge and an ex-partner so the injury happened to elena who is a russian skater russian paris skater um it's elena berzania berzania thank you yes um her old partner's name was oleg Oleg um, Shilakov. Yes. Get you. it, girl. I'm taking <laughs> yes, Russian lessons, okay? Look at you. <laughs> I'm so proud. <laughs> um, but basically, Oleg was a piece of shit. So these are just my feelings here. Please don't, you know, don't oh, no. do your totally, own research. Totally agree with you on that. He was an Thank absolute you. piece of shit. <laughs> he was an asshole. He um, was very aggressive. And by that, I mean, he beat her physically and mentally. Um it was not a and good verbally. relationship verbally. Um, so what happened was one day during training, Oleg, uh, they were doing, I think, I believe it was spin moves. I don't have a, the technical term. It was a camel spin, right. a side-by-side -side camel Thank spin. You. Yep. The side-by-side -side spin moves, camel spin. Um, and Oleg got too close on purpose to Alayda. She took a blade to the head, straight up hardcore blade to the head and was paralyzed. She couldn't talk. She had to relearn to walk. She had to relearn to uh, speak and hold objects in her hands. Um, and she had to find a way to escape, basically, from the situation. Um, thankfully, like you said, she recuperated and, and was very um, hard on her, um, what do you call that, physical therapy. Um, can and I she just, found a new can partner. I just make a note on that physical therapy? Because um, she was back on the ice on March 15th, 1996. Mm -hmm. The accident was January 6th, January 9th, 1996. Two months. So Two months. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy. Crazy. And I remember, like, some people mm -hmm. described her as, like, a living corpse when she yeah. was injured. Yeah. Um, so... Good things happened for her after that. She found a new partner. <laughs> um, his name is Anton. Um, they actually won first place at um, the 2002 Olympic Olympics. Um, and did they? A though? lot of people. <laughs> I know. So that this is a, another part of the scandal here. Thank you. Um, so there was there the scandal. I think lies in partially with this judge, this French judge, who I guess you could call like a swing vote, if you will, if we're all Survivor fans here, it could be like a swing vote. Um, and and she had judged the Canadian pair barely under the Russian. So it was like a fucking, I don't know, 0.1 of yeah, a point. Yeah, it was just barely. Barely. Just, a, and, just barely yes. a difference. Oh, 
uh, and everybody knew it. Like even when the Canadian pair got onto the ice, like huge applause. They knew this was going to be great. They uh-huh. nailed that shit. It was a perfect skate. They, I think they knew like after they ended it, they were like, oh, that was a winner. And so they go to the kiss and cry and it's not, they got second place. And which um, is saying something mm -hmm. because like the Russians didn't Elena, like she like biffed a jump or something like she like missed a Um, jump. Anton did. Yep. Yeah. Anton missed his jump. Yep. Yep. And, and so it was like, um, clearly this, something's going on here because that was not a first place run. Yeah, um, especially so, if somebody biffed a jump and another team didn't. This, like that's yeah, bright, right. Yeah. That happens into the judging. Like people really dig in deep. Um, I don't know the specifics of this part, but turns out the Canadians are getting a gold medal. They redo the ceremony, and it's kind of beautiful because the Canadians and the Russians all hold hands. They get onto the medal stand. They're holding hands. They're sharing their gold medals. It's like it ends up being kind of beautiful, and I love that the skaters, you know, don't put it against each other. It's not about Russia versus Canada. It was something way deeper than that, so Oh, it, it's a lot. I highly recommend you watch that series because they interview the French uh, judge who has never spoken to a U.S. Um, uh, interviewing team. And it's Tara Lipinski, everybody. Tara Lipinski is an executive producer on this series. I forgot to mention that. That's Plot awesome. Twist. So, so yeah. I, have, I have more details on that, just kind of Let's to go. supplement. Um, so let's see. Like... Every, like you said, Rachel, everyone was like, the Canadians are going to win it. Like it was even the commentators, which I think was Scott Hamilton and pro- possibly Christy. Like they, I think they were, they were, I knew it was Scott for sure. Um, but they were like, they've got it in the bag. Like it is mm-hmm. for sure. And then the scores came out and no, <laughs> like it just didn't happen. And everyone pointed at the French judge because the, her numbers were so weird. Like they're, why, why did it look like that? So she was actually um, confronted afterwards by the International Skating Union's technical committee head. And afterwards, this is like in the hotel afterwards, and she broke down and claimed that <sighs> she was pressured to vote for the Russians by the head of the French skating organization, regardless of how others performed. Oh my God. I had heard that she was pressured, but I didn't know the details of it. Yeah. So by the head of her skating organization, she was told vote for the Russians, no matter what. Because, because it was believed that it was part of a deal to get the French ice dancing pair advantage. Oh my God. How <laughs> pathetic. Right? Again. So it's she, the she Olympics. Admitted, mm-hmm. what so she does admitted it that mean? to <laughs> she admitted that to the ISU um technical committee head. And then like the next day she admitted it to the investigation board. Um, but then she denied it. She denied okay. everything. Oh my god. She was like, I was never pressured. It was never part of a deal. Blah 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 blah. Um so so like Rachel said, the Russians kept their gold um because it wasn't their fault. 
the the IOC, the International Olympic Committee, they were like, it's not the skaters' fault. It was all on the judges. So we're not going to penalize them. Um, and then the Canadians got their gold upgraded from a silver. Um, mm-hmm. So, <laughs> and both pairs, both of their point totals were completely tossed. So like they didn't even oh. take them into con- consideration because of the whole issue. Oh, and um, wow, I didn't know that. Yeah, and it was actually the first time in history that the award ceremony was repeated. Hmm. Wow, I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, there's there's so much more interesting things I found I out about know. this. Hold on. <laughs> yes, I got some too. <laughs> so in July of that year, there was a rough Russian mafia boss, and I didn't put his name down. I should have put his name down. Um, he was arrested in Venice by Italian authorities on U.S. charges that he had masterminded the deal. What? <laughs> yes. Oh my God. What is going? Like, is there like, a, is there a conspiracy? Like, are the Olympics actually a smokescreen for something else happening on the back end? Because what is the I, point? Like, why do they want these people to get the medals? It means nothing. I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, so he was they extradited to, to the, the U.S. and, yeah, and, and put on trial. Pay. We'll get there. We'll get wow. to the point where we have talk about the payment plan for the medals. Yes, you're right. <laughs> wow. But, okay, can I segue this into, like, the after effects of it? Because it has to talk about, it has to do with something else that we're planning on talking about. What? Yeah, you yes, can mention can it. Yes, can I what? add one? Yeah, can I go, add one before Rachel. the segue? Um, this... This goes against what I said earlier about um, it's not between the Russians and the Canadians. Just a small thing. When they were warming up, do you remember this, Effie, where when they were warming up, Anton and Jamie, so the male skater on the Russian team and Jamie, the female skater on the U.S. or the Canadian team, ran into each other during yes, warm-ups yes. on the ice in front yes. of everybody. I remember Huge that. Collision. Yes. And it was like, what the hell? Something's going on. And this is before they performed. So I I mean, I don't think it was on purpose, but it it just is like it totally goes against what we're saying here about it's not between the teams, it's something further, but like that also happened. Crazy. Yeah. 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 Okay, so mm. okay, so because of this scandal in 2002, they changed how it was scored. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> it was because yes. of this scandal. So, and I know that Livina and, and Catherine both talked about it because they're both like, I don't know why they scored the way they do. Well, this is why. <laughs> yes. um, so they actually created a whole new judging system to use because of this. So the old system was like a 6.0 scale. You got so many points out of 6.0 in, uh, what was it? Technical merit for the long program, uh, required elements for the short program, and then presentation for both of the programs. That was the old scoring system. Now the new one, which is called the um, ISU judging system or the international judging system or code of points, that's what they've titled it. Um, Basically, looking at my notes sorry (laughs) it was to um kind of make an attempt to make it less objective um or no more objective and less vulnerable vulnerable to abuse so 
instead of doing, um, and I don't know why this is not in my notes. That's annoying. Um, so instead of doing the um, 6.0 system like it was and judging on like the technical for one program required elements for one and then presentation for both. Um, I think in the trivia, you kind of mentioned it, Michael, where it's divided up. Um, I found it. It's the skating skills, transitions, performance, composition, and interpretation. Right, because you talk about the interpretation and it's like, yes. oh, well, how do you yeah. judge that? How do you judge that yeah. storyline? That's right. And they're, they're each, each one has individual characteristics that are evaluated from um, in quarter point increments from 0 0.25 to 10.00. Interesting. So that's how they changed it. All from one scandaloso. Mm-hmm. All from Which a... breeds so many Ooh. conspiracy theories about the Olympics. <laughs> yeah. It does. All right. Well, we aren't done with scandals yet. We got one more. And that one is one that we brought up towards the beginning. And it, they mentioned it only by saying, was there a hole in the ice? <laughs> I know nothing of this scandal. Uh, Sefi, was there a yes. hole in the ice? Okay. So this is the weirdest thing ever. Because, <laughs> okay. I mean, it, it's a valid, like, thing that could have happened because, you know, toe pick and you stop really fast and you take chunks out of the ice. For no one who, for everyone who might not know that reference, she's talking about the movie Cutting Edge where yes. they say toe pick because, toe pick. yeah, it's a family, <laughs> family it's a family, family joke movie. It's a great movie. Family. I didn't get it. I'm so glad you explained. <laughs> it doesn't help that for like a majority of my life I thought the name of that movie was The Skate because that is how my grandfather references it. it. He calls it The Skate. <laughs> the cutting edge. Anyway. <laughs> so, but it is a legitimate claim. Like there could have possibly been a hole in the ice. Um it was it wasn't it wasn't the Mexican skater who claimed it. It was Yuzuru Hanyu from Japan who claimed there was a hole in the ice. Um, he went, he said he went to take off for his first jump and he couldn't because of this hole in the ice. So he couldn't take off properly. And it was actually a quad jump that turned into a, a single rotation. So, <laughs> and he's, oh, he yeah. claims that's why he lost the points. Um, but I don't know even why it was brought up because in the end he was just like, eh, whatever it happened, it's done. Let's go, <laughs> let's move on. Like literally oh, he was like, eh. Okay. <laughs> okay. Weird. Uh, all right. Um, but yes, that's what they were referencing. Um, okay. These next ones are kind of facts or numbers. Um, the first thing I wanted to ask was about quads. We were just talking about how the hole in the ice scandal was with quads. What is a quad? Does anyone know exactly it's, what it is? It's basically a, a, a rotate, a jump that has four rotations in it. Okay. Mm -hmm. Cool. Most, I think most of the time it's an axle because I don't, I don't know that they have talked about a Lutz that was a quad. <laughs> What's the oh, difference? I can't imagine. What's the difference between an axle and a Lutz? Oh my gosh. I knew you were going to ask that. Well, and... why did you okay. say the words? <laughs> I know. <laughs> I Go for it, Rach. Okay. I'm going to look this up while I'm speaking because I think, I think I'm right on this. An axle is when you use your toe pick to push yourself off 
And I think a lot is when you just kind of like swing your leg. Oh, okay. So a lot's you use momentum. A axle is a straight up base. Kind yeah, of, yeah, kind so of okay. not directly I'm straight up, it. but. Okay. So I, oh. yes, you're right. The, yes. cause I'm looking up like different jumps and it says the toe loop, again. the flip. And you're right. You're right. <laughs> the, loop, the flip and lutz are toe jumps. So, yeah, you use the toe pick to kind of propel yourself up. Oh wait, Whereas, like, that's what a lutz for a is. That's a lutz. Oh, so you, know, maybe you, you might have had a back. Which also, okay, if you take like, it back, I'm not right. <laughs> <laughs> so they call they call axles an edge jump because you don't strike the ice with your toe before you jump okay so also the axle has an extra half rotation which i didn't know that so for the landing that makes sense because you have to finish finish your momentum right because because they do the half like the first half of the rotation when they push up because they don't kick off yeah that that makes makes sense sense. that makes sense um cool um all right, so this is kind of these are kind of together, and I know both of you might probably talk about this uh, a little bit, but it it was kind of the cost of being a figure skater, and also they bring up the cost of medals, right? Like that was huge news that the Catherine's fact, right, that you have mm-hmm. to pay for medals. Um, what's up with that? And you know, Keenan Thompson's quoting quote quoting Keenan Thompson. That? <laughs> to quote Keenan Thompson. I don't know if you did, Rachel, but I didn't do a whole lot of looking into how much it costs to be an actual skater. But I mean, you guys did talk about it a little bit. I mean, it's, it's in the expensive. six figures. Yeah, yeah, it's in the six figures at least. Yeah. 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 Like- um, but I did kind of look into like the whole buying medals and whatnot i researched so many ways to say that sentence like do olympians have to buy their medals do they pay for their medals like how does this work and so it's not so much that they have to buy their medals it's that the at least in the u.s i don't know about other countries but in the u.s they can be charged taxes on them Catherine did say that uh to their defense um, they did say that it was a tax, not uh, a fee or a rental fee ish. Yeah. yeah, it, it basically they have to claim them on their taxes. They have to pay taxes for them. Um, I did find those numbers. Though. Also, kind of oh. darn. Yeah, darn, right. I have to pay taxes on my like, gold medal. I, I yeah, it does suck. I, I, that really does. Like again, it begs the question: What? is the point of the Olympics. Just because like, okay, you're going to do this whole ceremony to tell me that I did great. And then you're going to be like, oh, by the way, in order to keep this thing that we just showed you and gave you, you're going to have to pay some money. So oh, and it's, it's not a small amount. Oh, like, how much? Talk to us. Go, well, go bronze, guess, go bronze to gold. Okay. Bronze is not taxed because it's not important like it literally was like it's infinitesimal so they don't even tax it like that's what they said (laughs) that's what it said that's awesome Um, silver is like 305 dollars okay yeah um gold is 564 is this a one-time tax payment are we talking uh yearly you know every year every year get the fuck out 
Mm-hmm. Are you fucking kidding me? Mm-mm. Oh, I'm not into that. And that's a ju- that's but, at least in the U.S. That's the data that's that you found the for the U.S. Yes, but wow. I did learn that um, when Obama was president in 2016, he signed into law uh, like a victory. Um, or, or okay, nope. <laughs> Take that back. He signed into law <laughs> something where Olympic athletes don't have to pay the victory tax. Like they don't have to be taxed on that. Thanks, so, Obama. Yes. So, <laughs> Thanks, so Obama. they aren't being taxed now. I think, at least, that's what I huh. found. Good to know. Yeah. Um. All right, guys. Well, thank you. This was super great for context. Uh, maybe going forward, we'll Ooh, call. Them... I have one thing. Oh yeah. Do you got any? Yeah. I have one fun fact to end this beautiful podcast with about the Winter Olympics. <laughs> um, okay, so if you are ever confused about the Winter Olympic years, because we say 92, 94, 98, that is because 1992 was the last year that the Olympic Games were held the same year as the Summer Olympics. Because yes. it went 92, and then 94, and then 98. And I did not know that before this episode. So I wanted all of those other people who do not know that to know now. That's good. That is a good, a good fact job. to end with. That's good. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Well, uh, everyone, remember, uh, well, first off, Sefi and Rachel, thank you so much. I love learning with you guys. Thank you for doing the research that you have. This is great information. Um, I hope everyone listening also thinks that's good information because my nerdy obsession is learning, honestly. It's what I'm, it is. It's, it's what I'm finding in, in, doing this, mm-hmm. in doing this stuff. So thank you so it. much. To our listeners, um, if you are enjoying the shows, please rate and review us on iTunes, on Spotify, on anything that you listen to podcasts on. We're on iHeartRadio now as well. Um, So listen to us. Spread the word. Um, uh, A podcast that I listen to uses hashtag grow the show. Tell your friends about it. That's the only way we can grow. Um, This is about learning, right? Like giving people knowledge and letting them express their obsessions and their love. Um, follow us on social Helping people find other people that love the same things they do. One hundred percent. If uh, follow us on our socials, which is your nerdy O at for Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter. Um, and next podcast episode dropping. Are you ready? Is Pokemon. Gotta catch them all. So, uh, so yeah, so that will be. I'll teach you. uh, That's great. Um, And uh, yeah, it's great. I'll tell you the whole theme song gets sung. Get ready to listen to it, you two. Um, It's going to be great. Can't wait. All right. Well, thank you everyone for listening uh, and tune in again. All right. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Avengers Assemble. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Obsession. 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 Obsession.